0: This is Mike Hill and you're listening to Everything Went Black Podcast A couple nights ago I went over to St. Vitus to check out the Atlas Moth and uh, have a chat with Stavros Giannopoulos I met Stavros in uh, California a few months ago and he's one of those dudes where I feel like I should have known him for many years but through some weird cosmic misalignment we never actually got to meet each other until a few months ago. Got tons of You know, sort of common friends and, uh, you know, we kind of operate within the same musical environment. So it would have made sense that we would have, you know, crossed paths earlier than this. Also, he loves comics. I love comics. He likes horror movies. I love horror movies. And we had a good old time. The uh, podcast episode was in the basement of St. Vitus once again. So you'll hear a lot of noise. There's other dudes down there. There's uh, the refrigeration system, which makes ice so you guys can enjoy cool drinks. Fortunately, this time around, there was nobody doing cocaine and smoking weed and uh, generally acting, you know, like an animal down there. So that was cool. It was pretty, pretty calm. A lot of good people. The dudes from Vatnet and Viscar were there, who uh, good friends of mine, tour mates. Uh, the guys in uh, Atlas Moth are really cool, and it was uh, just a good time. And uh, you hear, you might hear some familiar voices in the background, or maybe not. Before we kick this off, I want to uh, just say that this podcast episode is brought to you by Savage Gold Coffee. If you like uh, coffee and you want to uh, support the cause, head on over to savagegoldcoffee.com. Also, uh, we have some affiliate sponsors. If you go to everythingwithblackmedia.com, you'll see the sidebar. There's a bunch of uh, click-through banner ads uh, for Datsusara, which makes hemp bags, jujitsu gis, cool t-shirts, shorts. My awesome fanny pack, which I take out on the road with me. Uh, there's, of course, on it supplements, exercise equipment, delicious food, cool hats, stuff uh, with monkeys on it, all that kind of stuff, and Nature Box, which you can subscribe to them and get delivered healthy snacks to your house. So here we go. All right, so we met in that. Uh, uh, psycho california totally right? but it yeah. feels like we should have met like years ago
1: yeah you know i actually i recall meeting you on the street uh in chicago okay with storm of light all right yeah, with totally will Lindsay. oh yeah okay but this had to be 2009 all right 2010 yeah, right. long ass time yeah, yeah you know but i think we've been kicking around the same circles now for yeah yeah will was a good friend yeah will's and, awesome yeah
0: i met will when he was in Midian. oh
1: yeah, yeah. um yeah, I met him when he was at Wolves. So yeah. like right after that. Yeah. But
0: then I like reconnected with Will when we toured Wolves at a time a few years later, and uh, and I was like, oh shit, I know that guy. <laughs> and ever since then, we've been pretty pretty tight.
1: Will's a good dude. Uh. Did you uh, ever throw up while smelling Wolves in the throne when you run tour with them? No, they're pretty. Uh, they're, they're fucking pretty
0: guys. serious, man. That's something else. We just finished a tour while well, not just, but a few months ago, We finished a tour with Black Anvil So. Oh okay. In Europe. So those guys uh, have a, a scent about them, too. I don't
1: think I've ever met them either, actually. Uh, they're
0: You're from here, right? Yeah, they're they're uh, tight friends of mine. Right. Uh, and, uh, like, I've known, well, the main, the main dudes in the band I've known for probably, like, close to 15, 20 years, maybe. Yeah. those Kill Your
1: Idols guys, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Rave, Paul, and uh, Gary. And uh, we did a European tour with them, and that was a pretty fucking ill fated mess, but, you know,
1: whatever. Dumb Europe. So, um, so how's the tour been going? It's been good, man. Um, you know, it's like our, I think this is our eighth tour on this record in a year and a half, so I think we've done, work, yeah, I think yeah. we've done enough, man, uh, I'm, I'm ready to go home, but it's been fun, man, like, we've been talking about going out with these assholes for a while, five at this car, so it's good to have them out, you know?
0: Yeah, we, we toured with those guys last year, right? they're the worst. God damn, oh shit, it's
1: Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing a Leviathan shirt. How edgy. <laughs>
0: But, uh, so, we were on tour also when we met in California. Yeah. So was this all one fucking jam or what? No, thank God, like- no.
1: No, we got home, we did April Between the Barry and Me, came home for two weeks, did that stupid-ass run out to Psycho, which was, like, we have, we have, like, this, like, amazing ability of getting added on these festivals last minute. Yeah. Always. Yeah. God forbid they actually send us an offer when they actually are booking the fest. Right. We get them, like, last minute, you know, so it's like, we're sitting there fucking hustling out to fucking California. Playing Colorado Springs In Salt Lake City And shit So uh, We did that uh, It was like a two and a half week run And then Came home for a couple months and Now we're doing this And then We're done for the year oh, cool. So yeah We're gonna do a new record And uh uh-huh. Yeah, so. yeah what, what labels do you record coming out Uh Whoever Yeah We'll find out I mean uh, Profound was always a thing uh, We're gonna try to I guess You know See what's going on though you know? how,
0: how many How long have you been
1: working With Profound for? Since 2011 okay. So yeah. we put out two records Of them You know Um I know Chris always says he likes to do three, but I think we're kind of looking for maybe something bigger. You know, I mean, uh, I think it's maybe about time to switch things up. Yeah, I mean, you know? he puts out a lot of great stuff, though. I mean, it's he like, does, yeah. You know, he like put out, uh, you know, Portal, which
0: always come, Portal immediately comes to mind. as, like
1: I mean, Yob, Yob. yeah. Know, you, can't, you, you can't go wrong with Yob yeah, or Portal or Agalok or All Through Plagues, Alter of Plagues, Dismal, Dismal. I really yeah. love, despite the controversy. I was, I was talking, <laughs>
0: actually I was. I was here I was here last night because um, Dialect and um, and uh, well, Publicist yeah. UK played last night, so you know we're to check them out. And we were talking about Dismas, you know, and everyone kind of looks like I'm like, yeah, I like Disma People are like, kind of looking around, and,
1: like, like I can't like Disma because the guy's an idiot. And has all yeah, but up- like all these idea. guys give you dirty looks. Girlfriends are wearing burseum dresses. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's, it's like funny. funny yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yourself. I can't stand that shit. It's like, oh, yeah, this guy fucking is a racist, but this guy is super edgy. Fuck off. He's a racist, too. Yeah. They're all fucking racist. <laughs> I try to keep personal politics out of what I care about listening to music, you know? Like, I personally don't like person. Yeah. So how about that, you know? like, And yeah. uh, I think that's racist asshole, you know? But, like, I mean, uh, like, I'm not going to stop disliking Mad Max because Mel Gibson got drunk, you know? Well, like,
0: that, that's like the... Uh... <laughs> the curb that a lot of people can't seem to hop up on is—is is, uh, if, if you, you can enjoy someone's work and not really subscribe to the same political views they
1: have. Oh yeah, or you know? pretty much anything. I mean, like I met a lot of dudes and I like love their work, but like when I talk to them, it's like, God's this guy's an asshole," you know? Like, yeah. Well,
0: know? I just—I just saw the uh, the Chet Baker documentary. Uh, Let's get lost. And like you know, music's cool, great, you know, groundbreaking trumpet player, singer, but the guy was a total piece of shit like, junkie womanizer, like, yeah, legitimate kids, like, fucking smacking women and stuff,
1: you know? Dude, you know, I mean, like, can, can you really let something like that sully? I mean, I guess you can, and I guess I have as well, you know, to a certain extent, but I mean, like, I mean, I love James Brown. Yeah. That guy was a fucking train wreck, you know? He was an awful human uh, being, absolutely. you know? Like, but, like, can I say, I like, don't get down with James Brown?
0: Well, most, most of those old school guys were, like, fucking shifty, man. If you look at, uh, Jerley Lewis.
1: Jerry Lewis, killer. Chuck Berry, yeah, Chuck Berry. Uh, fucking, I uh, just had one come to mind. Um, the drummer, Buddy Rich, who used to kick the shit out of this oh, yeah. fucking band. They, fought, yeah. I mean, you know, but he was awesome. Me, I beat the shit out of them all the time, every day.
0: <laughs> so, in general, do you think that like, like, there's, there is like an oversensitivity these days? Like, a, not just I'm talking about
1: music; I'm talking about like. Comedy comes to mind first Okay uh, Stand up comedy go Comes to mind first ahead, I like ahead. you know I, I, I forgot who it was but I, I, It was something The other day I read online It was like Just one, one comedian be like, I can't do anything anymore You know Like no one can say A fucking thing anymore Someone freaking out You know And then it's like What do you have to do You have to go on Like Letterman And do like a public apology And like you know It's like it's So fucking silly man I mean I, I find a lot of things That a lot of people Find distasteful Hilarious yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's kind of the fun You yeah, have fun of it You know I mean like I'm Greek how I mean, fucking jokes Get thrown my fucking way You know Like and You know I laugh at them but It's fine You gotta be able To put funny yourself You know yeah. like, I mean yeah, I, I don't The oversensitivity thing Is killing me At, at this point in the game You know
0: Yeah because uh, You know There's all this Like weird gender stuff Going on too
1: Yeah and, and the race stuff Is huge right now yeah. too Well you know? there's two
0: people That were like Outed recently That were white But were You know Posing as black people. Right <laughs> I only heard about One of those Yeah there's the a second There's a guy now what the fuck? Yeah, I, I kind of in passing heard about it. He's um, he's, he's actually a white guy. and uh, But he's capitalizing on the the, uh, the turmoil of uh, the black the black man somehow.
1: Like, like the Black Lives Matter thing or something yeah, like that? Yeah, but he's
0: claiming that he, he's, he claimed to be black, was posing
1: as black, and it turns out that he's white. that's yeah, crazy, right? <laughs> I guess, you know, whatever floats your boat, man. You know, like, it's kind of wild that people go that far out of their way to fucking do that, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean... Well, my thing is, like, here in New York, they made gay marriage legal, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's great, yeah.
0: But, um, you know, people still, still rail against that here. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing. There's, like, a, uh, there's, like, subterfuge going on that New York is actually a progressive place, but there's some of the most, like, hillbilly-minded motherfuckers I've ever met that live in this city,
1: you know, in the city, you
0: think that? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, like the outer boroughs, you know, even Manhattan. There's, like,
1: very, very traditional people live here. And like they're just against those ideas. And it's weird, because you know, I would assume it's super liberal. I've only been no. here on tour, I think. I don't think I've ever come here not on tour. Yeah. Well, I've spent a good amount of time here. I mean, we've yeah, been yeah, touring for, like, nine years. Yeah, on <laughs> yeah. the road. Yeah. Right, but yeah, you know, but, I mean, like, I, I, if, if, I guess it, I could compare it to Chicago, where it's, like, you know, you go an hour south of Chicago, and there's southern accents happening, yeah, you know, yeah, and like, definitely. we're getting called fucking names, you know, we're having funny looks and shit, you know, it's like, what the fuck's going on, you know? Like, it's pretty, it's pretty funny,
0: though, it's like you take the train out to the outer boroughs here, and you you will really hear conversations about people commenting about how they're against gay marriage and all this other stuff. I don't see what the issue is. Yeah, you know, Like, so far, who cares? dude. My thing is, like, straight people can't stay married. No. You know, it's like,
1: why not let these motherfuckers give a shot and see if they can do it any better? No, Dude, like, I forgot who said but it. no so good about marriage anyway. There was definitely no a comedian that had the joke where it was like, hey, if these guys want to be as miserable as the rest of us, like, go right ahead. You know, yeah. it's like, fucking A, man, you know, like, that's like, the, you know what, if, like, two people being in love is something I'm going to start fucking being pissed off about, like, I got a whole other issue that I got to deal with, you know, like, okay. yeah. you start writing songs for the new record, yet? Yeah. We have a fuck-ton of music. Awesome. Yeah, uh, we've been, like, steadily writing since we did the last record. Okay. Um, So we have, like, a bunch of demos. We just kind of got to go through and, like, finish them. Yeah. So when we get open this, it's kind of going be, you know, well, I'm going to sit on my couch for, like, a couple weeks. Yeah, you got to unwind. Yeah, yeah, totally. Stuff. I got to move. That's oh, yeah. going to suck. Okay. <laughs> you know, right so when you get back, you have to move? It's very possible right when I get back, but maybe a month. So oh, it's still sure. right when I get back, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're going to fucking sit down and start hashing these fucking things out, man. Are you, you going to play the new tracks tonight? We're going to play this one we just did a video for. Uh, we have a 7-inch coming out with uh, right. Kenbo. It's oh, yeah. Split.
0: Kenbo, great band.
1: They're like our, like I don't know, they're like our retarded Canadian little brothers, you know? <laughs> I love those guys to death. We toured with them years ago, and yeah. we've played with them a fuck ton, you know, like yeah, here right. or there, you know? We can't get rid of them, uh, for a long time, they would say that the only <laughs> addresses in their GPS were their moms at my house. So. <laughs> uh, it seemed like a logical thing, you know. So uh, we put out a video for that, and uh, we all really love the song. Cool. So I think it's probably going to wind up on the record. Yeah. But I also think it's probably going to be pretty indicative of like where we're going. Okay. You know, like how is it like, different like, than other material you're doing? I think it's a little bit more straightforward. Uh, okay. I also didn't play guitar on it, oh. which was kind of a nice little change of pace for me. You know, like. I think I've all, there's been times in the past where I've tried to like, you know, if Andrew wrote a song or came up with riffs or Dave came up with riffs and we started putting it together, at one point or another, I'd be like, well, I'm going to have to fucking wedge my guitar parts in here, you know? And sometimes it's like, I've honestly felt like I'm like sitting there playing, like, what am I playing? Why am I even doing this? You know? Like, so it was kind of nice to approach a song and be like, fuck it, man, I'm not going to play anything. I'm just going to sing on it, you know? So uh, I think it's a bit more straightforward, a little bit more cut and dry, um, the last record was a very, like, um, I guess, like, you could say, like, uh, not, like, deep and, like, well, I mean, whatever you want to call it. It was fucking a bit heady. Yeah. You know, and I think it may have gone over some people's heads, you know. Uh, it, it definitely, uh, when listening back to me, it's pretty hard. It's a pretty personal one, you know. So I think this time out, I think we're trying to, like, kind of have a more of a rocking record. Okay. You know, not, not so much fucking bummer. Parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: you guys also... Have a lot of parts In your songs We
1: do yeah And like that's actually Something that we've Kind of been Trying to like play with Man I mean it's like Our fourth record man Yeah We've written a Fuck ton of songs (laughs) It's like time to Switch it up you know So I'm pretty excited To get home and work on them You know Try to hash them out
0: Now how does all The writing go down
1: Well uh, the last record uh, Was different than The other ones obviously And I think we're Going to continue With it this time Where last time We just uh, Well you know We kicked out our drummer And then we got Our new drummer uh, And he was living Actually in New York He's from Chicago But he was living In New York um, so we wrote everything into Pro Tools, you know, and like, you know, we're like faking drums and kind of like writing it like that and then kind of like, we're like, okay, I think this is a song. So now this time out, we're kind of doing the same thing where we're just like writing the riffs into Pro Tools, arranging the songs, you know, and like I personally um, have been fucking around with like a lot of like just, I don't know, electronic music. Oh, nice. Just like yeah. for myself and bored, okay. you know, like, so I got really into drum programming. So I'd like, you know, write some riffs arrange them put fake drums on there to like kind of like give a like a vibe sure i'm trying to get off you know and then um uh, what we did with this new song uh which i uh, which i think should be like the archetype was to do that and then take it the you know these this demo yeah. take it in the rehearsal room and, and fuck with it more so it's not just like a mechanical thing because one thing i thought with the last record was like we wrote all these songs we never played them but the first time we were really playing them through was when we got to the studio. Wow. Yeah, and it was a little weird. That's a whole other way of approaching it. Man. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like I mean, like I, I always read about like I'm a big fan of Muse, you know? The band Muse? Yeah, yeah. Bands yeah, totally. fucking incredible. Yeah, cool. So many people sit there and talk shit about them. I think they're fucking great. Really? I feel yeah. Okay. I posted something on my Facebook about how I wrote like Muse the other day, and there was a lot of shade thrown at them. And okay. I was like, how do you hate this? You know? Yeah. It's like it's so. Uh, I don't see how it pushes any bad buttons, right? It sounds like Queen and Radiohead and, like, some good rock, you know, like, but I've read something about them, how they, like, don't, they, like, for the one record was uh, Black Holes and Revelations, I think it was, where they, like, didn't care about how it came out live. You know, they were, like, we're just going to go to the studio and write this record, you know, and um, I know that that was something in my mind when we were doing the last one, and I don't know if like it was the best idea, you know. At least in my eyes, you know. Yeah. Like it's all objective, I guess. You know. Well, well
0: it's kind of a, a pretty free perspective on it, though. I like I like totally. that idea because I know that um, I mean, a while back, Neurosis made a record. Um, it was sort of like I forgot, man. Which which record was it? It was uh, late nineties. It was after like Times of Grace. It was or? after Times of Grace. Um, it, was, it had a great cover. Oh. Um, every storm. I, I have every I have storm. Every storm. Yeah. I remember uh, that was right around the time where they sort of were like not playing live that much, not right. really touring a lot, and uh, I read and they were like, yeah, there's they kind of went into the studio kind of with that same mindset. Right? Right. It's like songs we've written that we know we cannot perform live, so I'm just like, it's going to exist as this piece that's just meant to be played, you know, in a personal
1: way as opposed to like enjoyed and like presented. Right live well, you know. See the thing that, that is awesome for neurosis. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, you know, we've done eight tours on a record a year and a yeah. half. <laughs> we clearly are out there playing. Yeah. It doesn't really work for us, you know. Yeah. Like and I think that like uh I think that if we had taken some of those songs on that last record, and not like I said, I, I'm pleased with the last record, but I'm never satisfied. Yeah, you know, absolutely. like so why would you be? Or else I wouldn't do another record, right? You know, so um I'm kind of looking forward to like taking these ideas and playing them, you know, and kinda of fucking around with them and seeing what comes out of it. You know, like, and trying just to add another element to the songwriting process, like that we did last time, it was a lot easier for us to do it that way, as opposed to getting into a room and fucking try to figure out what key we're playing in. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's three of us, and there's keyboards, yeah. and there's, it's fucking insane trying to write music that way, you know, like, I mean, um, it's a lot going on, so oh, I yeah. think sitting down there and being like, alright, like, what are you playing, what are you playing, like, let's dissect this a little bit, like, we can get a little bit in our heads, and it's not a bad thing, sometimes, you know, but... Yeah, you know, but have, having the ability to demo things, I think, is pretty key. You know, I mean, yeah. it's so easy nowadays. Yeah, wouldn't you? You know, that's how I look at it. Do you too. remember?
0: You remember like I don't know if you remember back that far, but like you know, the uh, before Pro Tools
1: was so readily available. Oh yeah, like a four track. I mean, I fucked was. with a four track up until about five years ago. Yeah, so <laughs> I still I actually had bought Jeff Whitehead's four track um, when he was going through all the legal stuff trying to help out. Oh, okay. never got it. But I, I bought it to have he it. He you know? him money, but he never sang. So. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to help out my bro, yeah, so cool. it is what it is, you know. But uh, I, I I loved using four tracks, but nowadays, like, how can I? Yeah, you got like sixty-four tracks of audio
0: at your disposal. You know? Yeah. And a drum set. I use like three or something <laughs> like that.
1: You know, I got like this that's, that's how track. I always do it too. I actually use my laptop, which I have Logic on, as like a four-track. It's kind of ridiculous. People are always like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, it doesn't matter. I also have that like mentality of like I want the demo to sound as shitty as possible, so I, I can I have to outdo it. Yeah. You know, like, I've definitely done demos before with other bands, and been like, dude, this is the shit. And and then, you to like, record the it. Album
0: doesn't quite sound as good as the demo. Fuck! Want to kill yourself? You're like, God damn it! Why did I do that? How do you How do you like using Logic? Because like I have Logic on my laptop too, but um, it's like I spend most of my time recording in Pro
1: Tools, so Logic is like not as intuitive to me. See, uh, I know absolutely nothing. About recording, I actually went to college for, it, and I really? dropped out. Because you okay, you dropped out. dude. I was recording a friend's ska band, over and over and over in my parents' house when I first started and this. I had like one of those Fostex 16 tracks. Yeah, totally. totally. You know, I was like I mean, I, would, I was a freshman in 2001 in college, so, yeah. I mean, I literally had this like moment of clarity with it where I was like, wait a minute, like I'm totally not going to be recording Pantera records. Like, I'm going to be recording shitty local bands, and then maybe eventually, you know, like, get to record something cool. Yeah. And I, I seriously was like, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle sitting there thinking, like, putting all this effort and time and thought into some terrible band, because I have to pay a bill, you know? Like. See, that,
0: that's kind of like, I, I used to do, I used to approach recording like a little more professionally as an engineer, but uh, over the last, like, you know, several years, I, uh, yeah it's hard to make a living doing that oh yeah it's really I nowadays, definitely is, right? I definitely don't have the skill level to do it either but the um I'm really just interested in making like recording my own music
1: Really? yeah um, you know I mean that's kind of like all I've ever cared about yeah you know and like this is supposed to be a way and you know uh, Andrew in our band has recorded all of our music right. so far you know so uh, he's really into that so I mean granted I met him long after I dropped out of college but I went through a point where I was like I don't want to do this you know, like, I'd rather be able I I, I was always looking for a way to do what I do now with Logic, but it was impossible, you know, or like. I should break it out again, man. I you know what, it's it's it's, it's it's more intuitive than GarageBand, it's the same interface, I feel yeah. like, you know, right, so I used GarageBand and I got really good at GarageBand because I didn't really think about it and then eventually I upgraded to a Steinberg. You uh, are 22 or something like that oh. And it came with Logic oh, okay And I was like Oh fuck it I can do this So I haven't really tried To go any farther Into Pro Tools Or anything like that You know But I like the
0: um, I, I use I use Logic for the sounds Like the synth sounds And stuff Like I've Taken those And used them for things On, on um, Savage Gold
1: I mean, now we have Fade in the band, so right, yeah, he's so. the mastermind behind all that stuff. Yeah, he's, like, the best you can possibly get. In I, stuff, I you know, like, I, Fade I, fucking man.
0: Honestly, I, um, I've been wanting to play in a band with Fade for years, and I just didn't, you know, know what how to do it, really. Right. And uh, we were doing a side project with some of the guys from Hall. Oh, cool. And uh, Charlie, our current drummer, you know, the guy who's playing in the band now, he was the drummer, and Fade was involved. And then that didn't really... Not, not yeah, everyone's schedules didn't really line up and like it didn't really go anywhere. So, me, Fade, and Charlie just I just drafted him into tunes. Yeah, and I'm like, in my mind, it's just one day this light bulb went off. I'm like, Why am I trying to start a band with Fade where I like, can just inviting him <laughs> to play in the band I have already? Yeah, that's like doing well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like, like fuck it, you know. So, then ever since then, it's been full steam ahead with all this like new shit we're working on.
1: No, that's actually how we got Andrew sorry. he recorded our first EP, yeah, and then. We wanted to add keyboards or something. We didn't know, Uh you know? And then we went to go pick up our mixed demo, our first EP from him. Yeah. And he goes, hey, man, I quit my band. I'm going to start a band like you guys. (laughs) Just like you guys. And I was like, fuck that. You know? (laughs) Like, so on the way home, me and our bass player were talking. And he was like, dude, we should just ask him to join our band. And I was like, now we're fucking talking. And we asked him to join us, like, keyboard or noise or something, right? We didn't know. Like, it was like, we were still shooting in the dark at that point. And he showed up with a bass Okay. And we were like, "How is this going?" to And then all of a sudden, he had a guitar. He never played guitar before. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he was playing guitar, and and he screwed himself, you know. So, not my fault. His fault. <laughs> yeah. Did you before you had him in the band?
0: Did you incorporate like ambient stuff in, into the set as well? I think
1: no. I uh, you know what? Like our first, we didn't play out until our first EP was done. Okay. And we didn't play out until. He was in the band. Oh, I got. You. So technically, like, he produced the first EP, and okay. one of the things that actually brought him up to be like that guy was there was like a weird noise track that he just threw on the fucking CD. Oh, okay. okay. And we were like, "What the fuck is this?" And he goes, "Just keep it." And we were like, "You're not in our fucking band, dude!" Like, but this is pretty cool. <laughs> so awesome. like, I'm not gonna be mad at you. So The whole thing just kind of formed. By, by itself. Almost. It really did. Like it yeah. literally it was like I remember calling him at like three AM that night after our baseball had yeah. this conversation be like, Hey, you want to join our band? Like he left him a voicemail and then the next day he was like, I think I do. <laughs> you know, <it> like, <laughs> Alright, I guess you're in our band. Like, sorry you didn't record on that record, but you know, like he did some shit to it, you know, like uh there was some shitty through in it. So And he was a part of it. So yeah. same thing, you know, oh, in my cool. eyes at least, you know. Do
0: you guys did you guys ever work with Sanford Parker out there?
1: No. You know, everyone thinks we have, because yeah, obviously... You guys are all out, out in Chicago together. Yeah. Alex Stanford's, like, one of my best friends in the world. Yeah. Like, I drink... He's been texting me left and right because he has no one to hang out with while I'm on So, <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, I love that dude to death. But uh, I did Twilight with him. Okay. I did two Twilight records with him. Um, so, now, what was being in Twilight like? Because that's... There's, like, a million motherfuckers involved in that. Dude. Yeah, you know what? Um, the first record, it was... I was lonely on a Total Bowls before the first Atlas Month even came out. Okay. Uh, the full on yeah. Candlelight. So I was just kind of stoked to be a part of it. Uh, And Blake wasn't doing heroin yet. Okay. So he was a bit more of a human being, I guess what I call it. You know, like, so... uh, I I don't really know Blake, honestly. Well, you're you're a better man for it. He's uh, he's a piece of work. Uh, He was a a good dude, I think, at one point. Maybe I'm wrong about that, you know, but he was good to me at one point. I'll say that, you know, didn't some sort of respect to the dude or whatever. But um, he never really did anything i'm not missing him on twilight he added a little bit here and there but i always said his like big um like his real talent was putting the right people in the room together because me and jeff whitehead uh i'm sure you can understand him playing guitar man like when you fucking play with a drummer and you're just kind of like all right man you're one of those guys like that i get we get it immediately you know so i wrote a lot of the first twilight and um Aaron Turner was on it. who was oh, okay. fantastic. Yeah, I remember you that, know? yeah. Um, and obviously no one knew who the fuck I was. And he didn't really, you know, a lot of his contributions didn't make the record because uh, not maybe names, but some of the culture part of the faction of Twilight wasn't really stoked on him on it. Really? Yeah, because they, they looked at it in the right way, and exactly what Blake was actually thinking about was it was a selling point. It was like, hey, it's a ball record with the guy from Isis. Like I said, it's a, it's a it's a it's a great business move. Is it a legitimate? It was it legitimate to us or to Aaron? I don't I don't necessarily believe so. You know, but I was not in the position to say anything. Kind of thing. You
0: know, that's kind of
1: weird because you're, you're yeah. not really a cold black metal guy. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, like I like the Deftones and Depeche <laughs> <laughs> You know, like uh, I mean, I like black metal, but oh, yeah, I'm me I'm, s- I'm so not that guy though. Yeah. You know, like. Um, but I mean, I don't know I, I, I kind of got wrapped up in it I guess So that, that
0: first record Was uh, you Jeff Whitehead
1: revived. Oh uh, yeah uh, Neil Lake Judd Yeah and, uh, uh, and Aaron And Samper. Samper, okay Yeah, and then and the, the second record Was the same thing Except replaced Aaron With uh, Thurston Moore How Dude oh, Hold on a second Wait <laughs> Back
0: that up for a minute. So The, the first <laughs> This is actually pretty funny So the reason why I turned parts were, were muted in the mix. <laughs> no, was I'm glad you're player.
1: bringing this up. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Yet, on the second record, you guys asked, or had Thurston Moore play on the record. Yeah, so... Uh, so what the fuck is that? What's that all about?
1: This is, this how, is, how did he make it on the album? Well, okay, so a lot of the times during the first Twilight, uh, it would be me and Sanford okay. looking at each other, being like, these fucking guys have never recorded in a studio, you know, like, <laughs> what are these guys fucking doing, you know, it'd be like, I'll never forget, there's one point where, like, and I guess I love Jeff to death, but he was playing, he's a self-taught guy, yeah, and so am I, it's you nice know, him, but so am I, too. I I know a little bit of theory, right, or, exactly. right? like, I've learned a couple things, yeah, like,
0: cheese, and just basic shit,
1: I'm yeah. not good at it, but yeah. I know, I have an ear, you know, yeah. and he has an incredible ear, but I remember, like, literally arguing with him about this one bass note he was playing, and me and Sanford is like, this isn't a fucking argument. It's a wrong fucking note, man. You know, yeah, like it's kind of yes or no. whether or not it's <laughs> Yeah, dude. Wrong. There's sometimes a gray area, but not at this point of the yeah. game. It was like, no, that's a fucking wrong note, you know. So uh, me and Sanford were always like kind of on a team together, you know. And this is like the first time I really hung with Sanford. This was, like we kind of built our relationship off of being like the guys being like, oh god damn it, black fucking blackmail guys, you know. And um, so. The guy that worked at Sanford's old studio Did you ever go to his old one? I've never been to any of his, oh. his the,
0: the first time I met Sanford Was like maybe two mm. months ago mm. Yeah, see I really? don't know
1: There's a lot of people I don't know man. That's fucking wild yeah. uh, I mean, I think Sanford knows everybody
0: Well, he isn't, didn't know, now he knows me Yeah, I guess so, but
1: okay He didn't know me prior
0: to like a few months ago
1: well, uh, he uh, he had this old studio that the sound guy for Sonic Youth also recorded in. Okay, this guy named Jeremy. I forgot what his last name is, but um, he was talking to us about Jeremy was talking to us. It was like me. I think it was me, Sanford, and Neil and Whitehead because I'm sure Blake was doing something more important than recording a record while he booked studio time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we were talking about it, and he was telling us how like how many times he's seen Mayhem. On tour, right? Because Thurston would be in Europe and Mayhem would be playing, and he would drag Jeremy with him to go see Mayhem. Oh, okay, he's okay. this big black metal guy, yeah. and we were like, "Man, would not it be hilarious if we got Thurston more on the next? Like, not like that, like toy, totally, like playing on Thursday, but like, wow, that'd be fucking funny, dude. If yeah. we are like, yeah, no black metal record, but fucking Thurston more." And he sent it to him, and he loved it. And we were like, "Would you want to do it?" He goes, "Yeah, let me know." So then I don't even know how we got together for the third one. I don't even know what the catalyst was, but all of a sudden it was like, Hey Thurston's good down. That that record's a little
0: different though than the other one, so
1: well um, so we completely Nick's Blake out of it, which wasn't much, but he also brought a, kinda like the more rock and roll, sure, black metal y yeah. stuff to it. So when it got down to me and Whitehead writing most of the music uh, with Thurston on top of it, it just became a noisier, uglier affair.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah. early Swans kind of. Yeah, like that was the a first big thing. Of Swans record sort of it had that sort of grinding like vibe to it.
1: <clears throat> also, Sanford's way into the industrial thing right yeah. now. Yeah,
0: well, he's got that whole other. That's I yeah. saw that I saw him perform mm. with Feed Two the from Ad- the Eye.
1: Eye. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's cool stuff. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so he was like just getting into that. Okay. You know, that one song that's on there, that's straight, no drums. Yeah. or You know, that was, like, I think was probably part of that. Okay. That just kind of happens into Twilight, you know. Uh, it was only a different record, you know, and, like, I was definitely kind of uh, in a different place where it was like, okay, I did one black metal record now, so, like, now I'm a black metal guy, you know. <laughs> I am cult. So I was trying to, like, kick it up a notch and kind of make it noisier. And me and Whitehead, like I said, we kind of have a thing, you know. Like, uh, I was explaining to them earlier where we'd be like, I'll play a riff, and then he'll be like, I have a riff where goes right on top of that. It's like, how is that possible, dude? And it would. And yeah, it was like, all right, man, like, well, there's a song, you know? Like, so... I, um, I think Whitehead, Jeff Whitehead is, like, probably
0: the, like, if you were to say American Black Metal, immediately i think of Jeff Whitehead.
1: I think, uh, I think him, and I, I honestly always think of Neil. Neil. Because Neil's, cream. yeah, he's the fucking underdog of that entire yeah. thing, and I think he's the guy that's still, like, you know, like, Jeff is obviously Jeff, and he, and like, everything Jeff does... He's fucking awesome, man. You know, black metal. He's fucking great at it. Yeah, Tattoos, he's, he's fucking awesome at it. Skateboarding was a huge thing for him. Oh, wow. yeah. He's on the cover of Skater Die, oh, yeah, too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He yeah, was a pro skater. Yeah, he's on the yeah, cover I of a are... Nintendo game, skateboarding. Shit. Think about that. You know, like, this dude, everything he does is just, he's the best at what he does, man. You know, like, he's fucking great. Uh, and Neil has constantly been the guy that's always doesn't get, he didn't get mentioned in, I think it was decibeled in an article. They didn't even bring him up, you know. Really? Or, yeah, um. Or he would get mixed out of interviews all the time. What's up, my man? What's
0: up? Man? How How you are doing, brother?
1: How am I not gonna come? Here? Good
0: to see you, I Fucking live down the street. Fuck okay. <laughs> Hell
1: yeah. So yeah, I always—I uh, just saw Neil last night, actually. So uh, cool. and dude, he's just—I mean, his last record was fucking one of the best black metal records. Yeah, record. yeah, I, I, I dug the, the last Creed record. Fucking a lot. thing's incredible, man. Yeah. And like, I think him adding the hardcore elements is awesome. You know, like, I think he's a killer. He's a great mind, man. You know, and uh, his lyrics are fucking awesome. His approach is awesome. Uh, the, those two are, in my eyes, you know. And, yeah, also, he's one of the OG, like, guys, too. I mean, I well, it's like them and Blake and Zaster, really, Yeah, right, basically, you know? yeah. Uh, Dude from Weekly-ish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the band, though. I'm uh, not a big fan uh, of it. as far as, like, being, like, there in the beginning of that scene, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not a
1: big Zaster fan. Oh, me neither. Yeah, okay, so, there you go. <laughs> the whole killed. Oh, it's the worst, man. Yeah. yeah. But Zaster has to be part of that discussion though. Know? I mean, that one-man black metal documentary really killed him on I me. Mean, you know, that was, like the. Vinyl nail in the coffin for me and Zaster. And I was like, yeah, well, Zaster's cool, and that was that was like, no, I fucking need this guy's a tool, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All respect, I guess, you know, but like, not really into that dude shit. So, but I, I finally finished watching the Daredevil uh, oh. series. All right, now we're talking. Right, yeah. <laughs> and
0: um, I mean, shortly after we met, back in whatever month that was, uh, in the mate, spring. Yeah, mate, yeah. I you know, finished watching that shit, and uh, it's fucking awesome. It's incredible, and you know, there's. I don't know, you probably know this already, but they're Netflix is planning out this whole Marvel universe. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm very deep in it right now. Yeah, and the new the new Daredevil is going to have the Punisher. Right? And the guy that's playing Punisher? Is uh the dude from Walking Dead, right? Incredible. Whatever his name uh, is. I have no idea what his name is. <laughs> but yeah, he is fucking guy. awesome. Yeah, he's Josh Bernal. Does that sound right? He, he looks more ethnic than that. Though. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he, he looks <laughs> like he's like a yeah. Greek or something. Yeah, shit, yeah. He, yeah, maybe he is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's like was, jacked and shit. Yeah. He's going to be awesome, yeah, I totally. think. He's an intense character. You know, I mean... uh. Uh, D'Onofrio. Dude, as a kid. God, dude, like, he was incredible. Yeah. You know, um, there's a good bullseye Easter egg in there, too. Wait, yeah. There's yeah. a sniper that has a card yep. in his back. I yeah. thought that was awesome. Yeah. I don't know about uh, Jessica Jones. That's the only one I'm kind of questioning. Well, they're going to do, like, a whole like, <coughs> Luke Cage. Luke Cage, Iron, you Fist. Know, Iron Fist. The thing Iron Fist. The thing that,
0: all right, now with Luke Cage, is he going to have like, the fucking yellow...
1: I think he's gonna have that like black tank top ultimate look. Okay, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. They have to. He can't have like an afro and like. Yeah, like a weird silver headband. headband. Yeah, Yeah, it's fucking kind of goofy, you
0: know. Like, Like, but the thing is, though, it's like as I, you know, when I grew up, I was like, that's that's the Luke Cage and Iron Fist comic was like. Oh yeah, heroes for hire. And yeah, the heroes for hire comic, and I'm like, man, Luke Cage. I'm like thinking of this like dude with an afro and like a metal headband <laughs> and, like this yellow like shirt. It's so <laughs>
1: ridiculous. Uh, I love I love those comics though. Oh yeah. You man. know like to me those Dom are like, McGregor, right? Don McGregor was <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I love that stuff. You know, um and um Kung Fu was the other one.
0: Yeah actually um, there's a n there's a new uh Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Is there? Book out there, yeah. Oh, shit. It's, I think it's on issue three or four.
1: I had to fuck with that. You know, I just got a new phone so I can do... Yeah, you can do the digital. digital yeah. Yeah, my yep. shit was cracked like a motherfucker for months now, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about... Um, I guess, you know, Luke Cage is in Jessica Jones. Because I don't really know much about Jessica Jones.
0: She was... uh, There was... All right, what, what was this? There was a series... In Marvel, where the, the her first page is Luke Cage banging her. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What comic book was that? I think that was the, um, was it Alias? Yeah, it was Alias. Right, that's yeah, right. yeah. I remember because that was like that was like the first line they did that was that Marvel Max. Yeah, that's right. That was right. the R-rated yep. comic books. Yeah. I remember it was like Punisher, uh, Alias, and I want to say maybe Luke Cage had his own book and I don't remember. It's been so long. You know that was like early 2000s I, I think that he featured a lot in in alias but yeah i remember he's married that to book. jessica jones yeah it's yeah. like from what i couldn't remember but right? it
0: didn't start off as this loving relationship though. no yeah yeah it's like it starts off at page one he's like banging her from behind and then like he's like kind of not interested really you know what i mean yeah and then he just sort of comes around and they have a kid and now they're married
1: i'm like pretty looking forward to these r-rated marvel things happening i think daredevil is perfect I think the Punisher is fantastic that they're finally doing it. You know, they have the rights back to Ghost Rider. Okay. They have the rights back to Blade. Okay. Good. They have the rights back to uh, there's another one in there that was a big one. Uh, uh, so from what I understand, when they got when they when they sold Blade to whoever did Blade, uh, they bought all of Marvel's vampires. Oh, okay. So, so Morbius, Morbius wasn't uh, part of Spider-Man. That's okay. Right. So like the Midnight Suns possibility. Is for a Netflix show, it's just, ooh, it's and that, right That's there, the man. real beauty <laughs> of
0: it is that you could have, like, you know, an, whatever, you name the number of episodes to make the story happen. Oh, yeah. Know? And sure. it all goes up at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's fucking brilliant.
1: Man. I'm so, so excited about yeah. that. You know, I can't wait to hear about more, you know, like what's going to come out of it, you know? like.
0: Yeah, The um, the thing is, I finally feel like The Punisher is going to
1: get a you know, real treatment. Thank God. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I know you're friends with Ryan. Yeah. Downey. Right, Downey. Mr. Yeah. fucking Dolph Lundgren is yeah. the best Punisher. You know, that
0: to date, though, <laughs> that kind of is the best one, though. I think Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane as the Punisher is awesome. Yeah. But that, the that movie, movie, though, with Dolph Lundgren was I weird. don't even
1: remember that. I, mean, I had it as a kid. I had the I probably still have the be You should, re- should revisit it. I might have to now. Uh, I'm excited for him to get a real shot. But, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I thought Ant Man was incredible. I didn't see it yet. Man, it's I know. Uh, you know, I, I I always judge this on like the Guardians of the Galaxy scale now because I never gave a fuck about that comic book as a kid. I thought it was stupid. There's a talking raccoon in a tree. This is stupid. Wrote it off fucking loved that movie. It was great. I yeah. thought it was like the best one. Like that and Winter Soldier. My
0: only issue is the way they the way they portrayed Star-Lord though because, alright, you know, I got into Star-Lord when he was like the backup feature in Rampaging Hulk. Okay. And like, you know, the black and white like Marvel preview and, you know, then they're, like Star-Lord was a little bit more of like this brooding like loner character with a spaceship that was like kind of in a symbiotic like relationship, you know. And, uh, I just didn't envision him as that type of character, really. <coughs> and the way they portrayed him in Guardians of the Galaxy, like the comic book, it's right. a, a, like a departure
1: from like what my vision of Star Wars was. See, I, I don't know anything about that character. Oh, I wrote it off completely. Right. No. So like when I saw him... I just thought he was Indiana Jones meets Han Solo in no, space, no, no, and I was into no, it. You know, it was like... I don't know
0: if any of that stuff's ever been like collected, like in a trade or anything right. like that. But you could probably find like at, you know issues of Rampaging Hulk for like fifty cents. I'm or sure, yeah. Or if I go digging somewhere, yeah. I don't
1: even know where to find back issues anymore in Chicago. It's like impossible. Well, awesome.
0: in, in New York, there's you know there's like uh, Midtown Comics is uh, they got massive, that's back that huge issue. one, right? There, there's several huge ones. Wow. Okay. Yeah, see, I don't also, have
1: that in Chicago. So there's
0: one like. There's two in Midtown, one on the east side and one on, like, the west side, and they're both huge, and yeah. they both have massive back issue,
1: Shit.
0: you know, yeah. racks. I, I
1: think we might be up here to record a new record in December, so when that happens, oh, yeah, we might have dude, to go yeah, and let take me a up, walk. Hit me yeah. up. I'm in, I'm in that yeah. area. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, might have to take a run over there and get some power. Totally. totally. Sure, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm pretty excited about the Doctor Strange movie, too. So. Yeah,
0: man, and, like, my thing, though, Doctor Strange has never been able to maintain his own title. It's like... Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I never really thought about it. It's like... He, there's there's how many
1: times have they given Doctor Strange's own book yeah there's been a ton yeah uh, but you know I like that they're going for the horror aspect they have a horror movie director I feel strongly about I love Sinister yeah I'm also a big horror movie guy oh yeah me too yeah okay yeah. so Sinister well, I do a whole other podcast about horror movies shit we might have to do another one of these yeah. so like yeah, uh, yeah I'm big uh, I'm big big into horror movies I watch every one that comes out kind of thing you know yeah um, my buddy actually does the bloody disgusting podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, no, like, dude, I listen to that shit. Oh yeah, Tim is like one of my best friends. Dude, that's fucking killer. Yeah. Like, I should have even get you on his podcast next time you're in Chicago, dude. Yeah. Fucking, I would love that. Yeah, dude. Uh, he's him and I go back and forth on horror movies all day. That's so, killer. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I love sinister, and I think that the whole mystic. Uh, supernatural aspect of Marvel is so huge. Yeah, yeah. And that's always kind of what I was drawn to, too, when I was a kid. Like, that was kind of the stuff I was really into. You know, like... Uh, not necessarily Doctor Strange, but, you know, like, I, I loved Morbius. Yeah, Morbius you know? is a great character. Fucking love yeah. it, you know? And I loved, like... Dude, Blade is a fucking badass character, too. You know, the first two Blade Dude, movies I, are pretty I, good, too, man. I am back to day.
0: I'm definitely not mad at the first two Blade movies. No, I'm mad at the third one. The third one's, like, yeah. Was it? Was that the one with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, that, that God was... God damn one. it. Was so Wesley Snipes, I hope... I honestly kind of like Wesley Snipes as
1: Blade. Oh, uh, he said he wants to come back. All right, good. Dude, I'm I, I'm cold. down. I'm totally it. back that. Yeah, totally back that. I actually wouldn't mind them not writing off those first two movies out of the continuity. You I, you know? Know, that's what,
0: yeah, they should sort of like continue where number two left off. That's yeah, a good just idea. let's
1: ignore three completely, yeah. like it never happened. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I'd be stoked if he came back, man. You know. Yeah. Now, I read today. This is fresh information here. Uh, they're restarting Blade of the comic, and it's going to focus on Blade and his daughter. Which might be the kickoff point of a Blade movie. Cool. Which is, I'm into it. Yeah. You know, I'm totally into that, it. man. Yeah. I the, mean, other, anything keeps the other
0: going. thing that's really cool about the Netflix stuff is it all fits into the continuity of the Marvel
1: yeah, like films, too. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm wondering how they're going to fit into Infinity War. Yeah, that. And yeah. if they are, well, it seems like this, the characters
0: that they're going for in Netflix world are the more street-level characters right? That yeah, may not play such a huge role in that saga. But what about Civil War, then? Uh, yeah, everyone's not involved.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, what's up with Punisher in Civil War? He was a big part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, true. is that where we're going to see him or not? And now we got Spider-Man back. All
0: right, now what's the story with that? Because this is the third time they've redone Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, now, they, so I'm, I guess I've gotten pretty deep into this one here. Like, it's going to be... From what Kevin Feige, Kevin Kevin Feige, whatever his name is, he said that this entire time in the MCU, there's been some punk kid swinging around New York, but we just haven't brought it up yet. Oh, man. So, I mean, you know, Civil War starts with Tony building Spider-Man that suit. Yeah. So, like, I'm assuming there's going to be something along those lines. Now, they just sent it for reshoots to add more Spider-Man to it. Oh, okay. So, you know, and that's regular in Marvel. Yeah. That's not like other movies where, like, oh, they're sending it to reshoots. It's going to be a piece of shit, you know? It's like every Marvel movie goes for reshoots because they try to, like, you know, add more yeah, things. Up. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just did that. I heard that the trailer looked awesome at whatever that Disney thing was. So I don't know. I'm pretty stoked about that one. Age of Ultron's a little bit of a letdown.
0: Um, there, all right. This is my theory with Age of Ultron. All right. The concept I thought was fucking cool.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. 100.
0: percent But I really, yeah. It was. It, I watched it on a plane, and um, the concept I was like stoked about the sort of like you know, <clears throat> uh, you know, artificial intelligence aspect of it taking over and that sort of thing because that's like a paranoia that a lot of people have with oh, yeah. technology anyway. So I like that they made it relevant to the story. But yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't really deliver what i had hoped it would.
1: Me neither. I was expecting that to be The Empire Strikes Back. Yes, it was not The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. It was like a New Hope Part Two, Yeah. kind of. You know, in all honesty, it kind of felt like it was just another thing. Yeah, well, I thought Ant Man was better. You I know? gotta see Ant Man. I haven't had. A I'm to I, you. You must. Yeah. I thought it was fan. Like, uh, like you know, The Guardians of the Galaxy. Scale. Didn't give a fuck about Guardians of the Galaxy. Didn't give a fuck about Ant Man. Really. Love Ant Man now. You know, love Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm buying the action figures and shit. You know, like that's where I'm at with it. You know, like. Yeah. Didn't Robert. C- been writing Ant Man comics for a while. Yeah, um, that was uh, I think that was a Scott Lang Ant Man, which is what uh, Paul Rudd is. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was that one. So what
0: the, f- the flavor of the movie is in that in
1: that vein, sort of. Uh, it's sure. definitely funny. Okay, it's a heist movie. Okay, which I thought was interesting. You know, it's like yeah. it's sort of like everyone bitches about these comic books. Oh, another comic book movie. It's like, well, you know, like fucking, you got Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like a fucking space opera. You know, you got. Thor, too, which people bust on all the time, which I thought was great. Which, is, if you ask me, is like, world. Dark, I thought it was fantastic. I, it. I thought it was like the perfect blend of fantasy and sci fi. Yeah. You know, and then you got Captain America, or, uh, Winter Soldier was like a political yeah. drama. Yep. You know, they, they take these spins on these movies and just do that. I think it's fucking awesome. And to see them do a heist movie, like Ocean's Eleven, It was pretty fun, man. You know? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that
0: that was, that was like sort of the plot. It's
1: all, all it is. a heist, Isn't
0: that chick that was in Lost in that movie too? Yeah, I've never seen Lost. Oh. Well, all right. I'm not gonna, all right, I'm gonna back Lost about 75%. That's what everybody says. Because like, (laughs) it started off really strong, powerful. Right.
1: Ended, a kind of a weekend. That's what everybody's is... last tell, season, kind of, kind of disappointed. I have a thing with TV shows where I have to watch after a few seasons. Yeah. And I missed Lost and then by the time it was done, everyone's like, well, man, that ending sucked. So it's like, well, now I don't want to watch it. it. I still recommend it. I still recommend it. The thing is, so, like, so on the nerd tip on this, right, you know, my thing with Josh Whedon is that I don't think he knows how to end anything. I think he's great at building characters. I think he's great at starting things, but he has never fucking ended a damn thing correctly. As far as like multiple things, yeah. you know, not like a singular. Like yeah. A, a, yeah. the first adventure movie falls, my mm-hmm. thought it was fucking great, mm-hmm. but like I don't think Buffy or Angel or Firefly ended very fucking well, you know. No, you're right. You know, you know. And same with J.J. Abrams, which is what I'm gonna, yeah. you know. And look at what Disney's doing with them. They're like, yeah, you're gonna start. Star, Star Wars, Wars. But you ain't gonna fucking end it. You know, like... smart. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, he, I hated Star Trek my entire life. I thought that movie ruled. See, I love Star Trek. Never into it.
0: Even some of the um, the other Star Treks, like Voyager, I thought was cool. I thought that was a good one. Some of the... The rest of them I wasn't really into. Next Generation I thought was good. Or New Generation,
1: whatever the fuck it was called. The one yes. with John Luke Picard. I like that one. That's Petrus Stewart, right? Yeah. This, that's, like, literally where I'm at. Like, I don't even fucking know Star Trek. Okay. You know, but watching that first J.J. Abrams, I was like, "This is fucking awesome." It was good. That was yeah, great. Definitely. Man. You know, it made me like Star Trek. Yeah. You know, but I think uh, there's this really hot chick that was lost. Oh, is it Andrea Policki? in Ant-Man? Um, She's like, like dark hair. The chick in ant Mandis is. She's Smokes. She's like new, new girlfriend. I, I think it's yeah. the same one that was lost. I mean. It might be. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not 100 yeah. sure. She's a fucking total babe, though. All right. Cool. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's the same chick. Also, there's, uh, you know, I mean, Michael Douglas plays. Michael Douglas is in this. Michael Douglas is. Uh, uh, Who's the first name, man? I'm like drawing a blank right now. Scott Lang was the second one. Hank yeah. hey, Pym. Oh, Hank hey, Pym, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so right. he gives Scott Lang the suit. Oh man, dude, dude, it's, it's out of hand, man. Oh shit. Yeah, and when you take the humor aspect of a guy shrinking down to the size of an ant, and put Paul Rudd in it, it's like, dude, this is like a fucking recipe for a great movie, you know, like. Everyone was sitting there, like, this is going to be Marvel's flop. And to look at it, it's just fucking like, killing the box office. You know, it's like. Recently, I watched a whole bunch of Michael Douglas
0: old movies from like, the, the, the 90s. Like, he's like really sleazy. He always plays, like, you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Ever since Gordon and Gecko. Yeah. It's like, just been downhill. Or
1: falling down, maybe. It was falling the, down,
0: the, but I think it was, it's probably like his height of his, like, what I, what I would think would be a cool character, you know?
1: But, oh, yeah, Gordon. Uh, well, I forgot his name. Yeah, yeah, but he's—he was like in
0: a whole like decade worth of like these um, like fatal attractions. Fatal attraction, and, uh, yeah. You know that the one with uh, what's her name there where she like spreads her legs. Oh
1: yeah, um, and, yeah. She's, uh, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Um, 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 basic against Basic Instinct. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like that
0: was like his jam for like ten years. Yeah. Like he was like the kind of like you know easily led astray like married guy, totally. business dude, you know. And there's
1: like. There's that other one with him and Sean Penn, too, where it's kind of like that. The oh, game, the game. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one, too, man. Yeah. He's married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. That's fucking unbelievable. It is man. fucking unbelievable, right? Yeah, that's right. He it kind of bums bad. you out a little bit. That dude's 70-something years old. He's married to Catherine Zeta-Jones still. They're still married. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. I mean, I'm not keeping up on my TMZ as much oh, as I should. But yeah, no, the guy's killing it.
0: Fucking respect,
1: man. Yeah, man. Fucking hope when I'm 70, I have a 40-year-old wife, too. Yeah. You know, like, damn, dude. Michael Douglas, respect. Yeah, Michael Douglas, respect, man. Yeah, man. keep it up, man. <laughs> I hear he's supposed to be continuing on, too, in the, in the Marvel Universe. Nice. Yeah. I love, I love Michael Douglas. I think he's great. You now, how deep are you into the Civil War thing? Yeah, I, I actually, I bought the issues. Oh, did after, you? Yeah, but I haven't had a chance to get through them yet, though. So, you know, uh, what's his face? William Hurt, who played... Um, oh, I, yeah. I, mean, I, I I'm Well, who was his name? Oh, General Ross. Yeah. You know, he becomes the Red Hulk oh, in the comic books, right? Yeah. And he's in Civil War. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so, like, if there's, like, a Red Hulk scenario going, I'm, like, fucking ready for it, you know? Like, I think they're doing it so right now, you know? And, like, I sit there and I look at, like, the Suicide Squad trailer or yeah. whatever, and it's like this. Is like, nah, man, DC fucked up. They're man. still fucking They're still up. They're still
0: fucking up. I mean, they got you know the the, Bat, the Chris Nolan Batman stuff so good. stands stands apart.
1: Yeah, but 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 why would movies. you do that? Yeah, dude, it's like, like you had, they, he left it open for them to continue on for that, and they just and they pick Zack Snyder.
0: Yeah, that
1: dude hasn't done a goddamn good movie ever. Well, I like I liked his uh, Dawn of the Dead movie. Yeah, but that doesn't count. No you know and also like look at that like they kill Burt Reynolds as a zombie in that movie you know like I mean there's some dumb goofy ass shit in that fucking movie you know like sucker punch sucked fucking uh, I didn't see it yeah good don't there's a bunch of chicks in like hot clothes that's sort of worth it but it's not a good fucking story Uh, Watchmen I'll give him like a little bit of a break on Yeah. because I think that was unfilmable and I think he kind of fucked himself even trying I agree with that but uh, he should have fucking known better He's a fucking... He's a director, you know, like... So, I don't know. And Man of Steel was cool. Um, I think it's kind of got mired down in the whole, like, could you imagine how much that would have cost for them to destroy Metropolis? I I, I, gotta be
0: honest with you, I I never
1: liked Superman. I have, like, a soft spot for him. His comic books suck. Yeah. There's something about uh, are you a Tarantino fan? Oh, I love them, yeah. I brought sure. this up in the van the other day because I've been yeah. quoting nothing but Pulp Fiction for the last three weeks trying to. That's probably write. my favorite one of this film. Uh, actually, by far. Yeah. You know, but my favorite piece. I, I I'm actually working on. i have kind of been writing, like for like a script. Oh, cool. For years now. Nice. On and uh, off, I've started working on something. Like dialogue's always been a big thing for me. The dialogue that David Carradine uh, tells Uma Thurman. Yeah. at the end of Kill Bill 2 about Superman made me kind of love Superman again where he says you know like there's all these you know Spider-Man is really Peter Parker and yeah. uh, Batman is really Bruce Wayne but Superman is Superman yeah. and his secret identity is Clark Kent and he's an alien and that is his critique on the human race that we're insecure and weak and it was kind of like Fuck man, that makes me like Superman ten times more than I ever yeah. did. You know, like it kind of made me it turned it on my on my ear on it. You know, like I never thought about it that way. Huh. So I kind of rekindled the love for Superman. You dude, know, like there's this like I can't
0: oh it's this, uh, Squadron Supreme. You aware of that? No, dude. Do me a favor when you get a chance okay. online, check it out. Squadron Supreme. It was um I can't remember who wrote it, but it was like a version like like a more realistic version. They have a character called Hyperion. Okay. And he's basically Superman. All right. But it's like... Was it DC? or was a DC okay. universe thing, yeah. It's... uh wait, well, yeah. No, hold on a second. Wildstorm, which was bought by DC. Oh, okay. So it
1: was like... I a... want to say
0: it's Wildstorm. Anyhow. But,
1: uh... Let's, let's
0: ponder for a second what would happen if it, a spaceship landed on planet Earth and there was an alien baby in there. Yeah. Fucking government would show yeah, up. Yeah, you fucking They would came? take that fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. And take... they would... Turn him into a weapon Yeah Right Absolutely And that's kind of It's like these sort of Like Different takes On all the On, on basically the Justice League
1: Oh you know what I want to say that I've heard of this Squad yeah. Squadron Supreme is rad Okay Squad. I'm gonna have to Check that out Now that sounds Really interesting Yeah yeah of Supreme is this have shit Have you ever read Red Sun Superman Red Sun No Where it would be If uh, Superman landed In Russia Oh, as opposed wow. to America? Yeah, I heard about that, but you I know. generally
0: haven't been reading Superman stuff. So. It's,
1: I'll tell you what, man, like I said, I don't really like Superman comics. Yeah. I grew up watching Super Friends. Okay. That's yeah. where of all course. my, you know, that's where my love for it all came from. And then when it came to comic books, yeah, I care less about DC. I was a Marvel man yeah, all me too. Of my entire 100%. life. 100 Until now, was yeah. still a Marvel totally. man. You know, like, people try to make me read DC, and I'm always like, no, I'll read a Batman comic here and there, and that's about it. That's yeah. kind of how I am with
0: it, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I was a big, I was an Image fan, too. I like a lot of the image types. Yeah, I
1: think fucking McFarlane kind of shit the bed pretty hard on that one. But oh, yeah. yeah. Spawn. Yeah. Spawn. Well, well, but I mean, like, the Grifter. And, like you know. <laughs> Wildcats. Was Wildcats cool. uh, Stormwatch. Stormwatch Um uh That shit was really cool. There was some good shit in there. Uh, wasn't Pit Image, too? Yeah, Pit. It was cool. Yeah, Savage Dragon. Savage Dragon was pretty cool. Still, still a title. Still running. Is it really? I think so. I right? haven't even fucked with an image comment since the 90s, man. I don't think. Actually, yeah, well... If you read Walking Dead, you're fucking with David Chalm. I don't read Walking Dead. Don't. I don't. Okay. I'm uh, being a horror movie fan so much, I don't do zombies anymore. All right. I'm just over it. I think it's fucking dumb. I respect that. You know, and I tried watching The Walking Dead, and I felt like all they did was cry.
0: Yeah. Well, there's certain seasons are more emotional than others. I must have
1: caught all the crying episodes. It's (laughs) like all they're doing is fucking crying. There was definitely a lot
0: of episodes, a lot of seasons where one whole season where it was all just characterization. Yeah, and, uh, th- um, most most people are like, I'm not watching this anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah, you, have you
0: checked out the stream? No. You know, I'm not gonna say it's good, but okay. I enjoy it. Okay. I, it was three novels that, uh you del not del Toro. Uh, Guillermo del Guillermo Toro. Guillermo del Toro and. Paul Hogan, not Paul, some fucking other it's guy. Is like that Crocodile Dundee?
1: That would be and a fucking other, incredible
0: combination. Some other guy named Hogan wrote it. Hulk. We'll Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was a trilogy of books about a kind of fresh take on vampires. Oh, okay. It, it sort of incorporates, you know, the traditional, like, sort of, like, folklore of vampires with, like, the kind of um, biological contamination infection stuff. Okay. And it's actually a pretty interesting take
1: on it. Um, Have you seen thirst? You know I want it, but I haven't seen it yet. Now that like, now, like vampires is my my original zombies. I gave up on vampires way before I gave up on. Yeah, zombies. I never. I
0: was yeah. They yeah. They fucked up vampires. The, the yeah. Empire. Like yeah. I like Bella Lugosi
1: a lot. Yeah. You know. But vampires in mean, Thirty Days of Night were rad. They were awesome. Yeah. They were great. Yeah. And they fucked that movie up too. I thought that could have been so much goddamn yeah. better. You know, like I love that fucking idea. Yeah. It's such a brilliant idea. I thought the comic was cool. The comic was great. Yeah. Some. I thought it was brilliant. Great idea. Why'd you fuck it up? All you had to do was fucking take the goddamn frame pictures and put it on the fucking yeah. screen, you know? The like, dude
0: who played the head vampire, though, in 30 Days a Night was a badass. He
1: so. was fucking pretty tight. I yeah. totally agree. Thirst is my other one that, uh, 30 Days of Night and Thirst are my other, like, that's a fucking cool vampire. Okay. Alright, cool. I won't ruin it for you. You gotta check it out. It's, right. a, it's Korean yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I know about it. I Just haven't seen it. It's a fucking good one, man. That, you know, I just recently saw. It. It's called We Are, er, We Are in the Shadows. Oh, what we do in the what shadows. We, that it's was a comedy, right? Yeah, it's fucking. It's in hilarious.
0: my list because it's. I think it's on Netflix.
1: Uh, you know, I download everything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Don't it's don't put that on the fucking podcast. Yeah. Most, <laughs> I steal the shit. Probably everyone that. who listens to this yeah. is a fucking criminal. <laughs> exactly anyway, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I download everything. I don't know, but that shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah, and I don't really like a uh, comedy horror. Me neither. I'm not into There's it. There's like
0: one or two, like obviously Shaun of the Dead. Was Shaun of the great. Dead's brilliant, but yeah, you know, but like, I'm not, the comedy horror genre is
1: not my my bag. Everyone but. tries to get me to watch that. Uh, was it? It's not Tim and Eric. It's the. Oh, the, uh, uh, yeah, the one with the two. They're like these like yeah, redneck guys. I can't fucking do it. Yeah, man. yeah. It was. It's just not my thing. So. No, man, I I want to kind of be scared. You know, like I want to I wanna see something interesting. Yeah, yeah, I want like an intense story. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Did you, uh, you've seen it follows? I loved it. It's great. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about it was I thought they broke the mythology. Yeah. You know, and I was just kind of like, how could you guys fucking do that, man? Like, you guys had this, like, pretty much laid out for you. Yeah. You know, and then at the end, well, I don't know how to write it, but out. yeah, yeah, I'm not going to spoiler it up, but oh, like, okay. they, 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 that was my only complaint. It could have been fantastic. It was good. It was really, really, really good. Uh, it could have been fucking falls in my eyes. I think uh, I think Starry Eyes is pretty... Yeah, man. You know, not many people one. have seen that movie. I love that one. Yeah. That one... That was and, uh, dark, man. Yeah. I think the Babadook was fantastic, yeah Yeah, Babadook was good. Uh, late Phases.
0: Uh, yeah, that's uh, Joe... Oh, that was, yeah. So D'Amico, or whatever the fucking guy's name is. The director or... The actor. The director, I think. Right? Yeah, I don't know... He's the guy who did uh, Bulberry Street. Yeah.
1: Yes. Stakeland. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. I, I thought they could have used a little bit more production value, but... I, uh, I I started watching it late one night and I fell asleep and, it, and I got to watch the rest of it. I, if, if, when you watch it fully on, think okay. about if that was Charles Bronson's last movie and you will think that we have missed out on maybe the best vampire or we movie have ever seen. Because, like, I watched that the entire time. I was like, dude, if this was Bronson, I'd be fucking shit in my pants. When
0: I was awake during
1: that film, I was like... Pretty into it. Yeah, so. it's a great one, I thought, man. Yeah. There's another one that I just I recently saw. I'm drawing a blank on it. will come to There's been some great ones, man. You know, Oh, uh, You're Next. Yeah, that's, that's also the, they, they, uh, Adam Weingart. Yeah. He's a Chicago guy, and, actually. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And he did a couple things in VHS, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, oddly enough, he did the first thing he did in uh, ABC's of Death. Yeah. He did Q or R. Okay. The yeah. girl in that is a girl on our second album cover. Fucking crazy, yeah. It's totally wild actually. Uh, he just did a new one too called The Guest, yeah. I just saw that, fucking awesome. Actually, The Guest, we covered that in know um,
0: the horror podcast. I would call last, it necessarily a horror, but well, it you know, I you know, why we had a debate of whether or not we we're gonna put this in, in right. the episode the thing that makes it a horror movie is the nod to slasher films yeah like the character it doesn't start off like that but towards the end he becomes Jason or whatever
1: yeah he, and he does and he, well once well, again yeah, no spoilers yeah. but you know what happens yeah. you know <laughs> he's a—he's uh, out there you know we, like, we spoiled
0: it anyone who listens to Necromaniacs the other okay. podcast so mean, already knows the end of it because I right. spoiled
1: it on uh, also the music is straight fucking Carpenter Oh yeah, which I'm all about. Yeah, you know that's
0: that's kind of a trend though. It's like it seems like now a lot of horror movies have these electronic uh, soundtracks, and like I think, um, you know, Maniac, the Maniac remake, and uh, Dread. But kind of,
1: Shred was fantastic. Kind of
0: started that at like yeah. industrial electronic like throwback like scores.
1: You know, if there's more music that sounds like John Carpenter films, I'm I'm for it.
0: Did you check out that John Carpenter uh, lost themes?
1: I was just listening on the way to New York last great. Night. great. Fucking love it. Yeah. Dude, he's it's the best thing he's done since the eighties. Yeah. Absolutely. Period. Of I mean, any medium. <laughs> like it's the best thing he's fucking done. When I when I was um I was away this past weekend
0: master a record, and I stayed at my parents' house because they live close to the studio. And Saturday night, I watched um, Escape from L.A. Oh, you know, I, I, I back it. I
1: totally back I it, I totally man. back it. I don't yeah. give a fuck. of Snake Plissken. Dude, he's fucking, I Something. mean, as far as I'm concerned, like, movie character-wise goes, yeah, like, I I'm noticed, Han Solo,
0: I'm you know,
1: Indiana line. Jones, yeah. Snake Plissken, I'll throw in Deckard in there for the helmet just to get the Holy Trinity of Harrison Ford in there. Yeah. But I mean, like, those are, those are like my favorite characters all time. Well, you know, the thing. Oh, um, the the thing is in McCready. Yeah. I'll throw, you know, Kirk Russell. He he might as well have an eye patch. Yeah, yeah, no. And uh, uh, Jack Burton might as well have an eye patch too, (laughs) sort of. You know, like, I mean, those three characters for both of those actors are just untouchable in my eyes. Yeah. And, you know, they've never really gotten anywhere near that in their careers ever again. Like, those are solid fucking characters and they'll forever in my in my eyes just be fantastic for that you know like, as what as Harrison Ford wants to do movies with, like Anne Haish, you know like whatever that's cool but <laughs> like, yeah. he's still fucking on solo man you know like oh, and he did a great job as Indiana Jones too oh Indiana Jones of my all time Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite film of all time I will so does this show start now or what I think it's 8 o'clock or was it 9 it's gotta be close to fucking the I live by four phone upstairs. It's uh, it's five minutes to nine. Okay. Well, yeah, you go.
0: Four. Oh. Fuck yeah. Well, dude, um, you know we're hanging out here in the basement of St. Vitus, which is uh, always
1: fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. it looks like a basement. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure there's some black mold over there, which. Oh shit. Probably great carcin- Carcinogens. Yeah, I own like these like five cigarettes I smoked in those last... We got ice machines, some carcinogens. Some, some dudes playing guitar. Quarter some guys. Chris from is over there shredding some Kirk Hammett licks <laughs> There it is
0: But uh but yeah man so thanks for uh hanging out Yeah yeah absolutely. great
1: conversation
0: fuck, fuck, yeah, fuck man.
1: yeah man You know how long's your set? Uh 3 hours <laughs> way except for- So, my,
0: my biggest, my first most significant question, though, is how the fuck do you pronounce your last
1: name? Giannopoulos. <laughs> All, right. All right, Stavros Giannopoulos. Yeah, uh, it's actually Giannopoulos. Irish, right? Yeah, Irish, yeah. <laughs> I mean, half Irish, half Japanese. <laughs> yeah.